Alright, back here on Moose's Mulligans Radio, I'm your host, Alex Dryzak. We're going to get your recent sports highlights for you here. Starting you off with the NFL as the Patriots down the Buccaneers to improve to 3-2. and two. A lot of people were jumping on the Patriots early here, but as long as they make the playoffs with Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, I think they're going to be just fine, Patriots fans. Also, the Kansas City Chiefs are your only undefeated team left going into this week in the NFL. Hockey got started, your NHL season has begun, and Alex Ovechkin wasted no time getting started. That's a fire score! Good work at the point right here by Ness. Just a nice pass to beat a defender, and there's that shot that gets deflected at the bottom of the blocker. Let's watch Ovechkin battling in front here. He's battling, and there's that shot. Did he get a piece he did. Of it? Yeah. He did. Wow. Another hat trick for Alex Ovechkin. So Ovechkin would get four goals last night, and with three goals in the third period of his first game and three goals in the first period of his second game, he's the third player in NHL history to have hat tricks in back-to-back periods, not just games. So that's pretty crazy, as he has now seven goals on the year. No way. In the NBA. The regular season's creeping closer and closer, and we're looking forward to seeing Kyrie Irving in the green and white, seeing Dwayne Wade and Isaiah Thomas in Cleveland Cavalier red and yellow, and uh, coming up later on the week, you'll see on our website, Power Rankings from me and Ben Huff again, we'll update our rankings. Again, the website for that is Alexander Strizak, S-T-R-I-Z-A-K, dot Wixsite, dot com slash Moose's Mulligans. And now, transitioning into MLB postseason. It's the best time of the year for me. MLB postseason, baby. And we had some really exciting wildcard games this year, where the Twins went up 3-0 on the Yankees. The Yankees came back and won. Diamondbacks and Rockies were slugging it out back and forth. Diamondbacks ran away and won 11-8 by the end of it. But this wildcard game has gotten a lot of hype for baseball, and I think it's been great for baseball. We look at the wild card game. It started in 2012 where they wanted to kind of, you know, almost punish you in a sense for not winning your division because wild card teams just made the playoffs like division winners. So this extra game makes you use extra pitching and you only get one day off before you play in the ALDS or NLDS division series. So I wanted to look at the history real quick of the wild card game and. It started in 2012, so we have a short history with it, but it started with the Orioles and Rangers and the Cardinals and Braves, which was Chipper Jones' last game, by the way. And since 2012 to 2016, seven of the ten road teams won the wild card game. 
Yeah, the second wild card team won the wild card game seven to ten. Now, of course, this year both home teams won, but the point is that if we're trying to punish the wild card to keep up with the division series, how come the second wild card only has to be on the road and obviously it doesn't seem to be making a difference so far? So I wanted to talk more about this wild card thing going on in baseball. I thought so. All right, so I wanted to talk about a new idea for the wild card game, and here to pull me back a little bit from my ambition is Mark Berquist. Hey, Mark. <laughs> hey, what's up, Alex? So first, I wanted to explain it to you guys, and I know I've been texting Mark about it a little bit, and everyone loves the wild card game. It's really exciting to have a one game playoff in baseball, but I would love to see it to where the home. F- field advantage is more than it is because in baseball we've seen it where actually the road teams have done very well this year they got swept which was nice to see finally but the home teams have actually been dominated so far in the wild card games so my idea was that the home team could only had to win one game and the road team had to win a double header just to add some hype to that second game if it happened what do you think mark it's certainly an interesting concept, uh, especially as as us who played amateur baseball. That's that's something that we that we really did with tournaments. Is is when you were you were the loser or, or the lower seed, you had to go in and beat someone twice who that, who only had to beat you once. And so, I mean, it's probably been it's been a while since a lot of those guys have done something like that. But it, it would be certainly interesting because it would bring a whole new idea of team management. And how you're going to construct your rosters? Do you go with eleven pitchers? Do you go with more bench bats? Just things like that. Uh, it's certainly ambitious, and it would be interesting to see uh, if, if it were to be implemented at some point, uh, how that would go over. Yeah, I, I mean, we already got so much hype from wild card games, and I was just asking around a lot of people, and a lot of people were like, "Yeah, I might watch the wild card game tonight." And then I asked them, "Well, if like the." road team won this game and they had to play another what would you do and they oh i would watch that game so it's just interesting to hear that you might get another group of fans that you didn't have before of course the loyal baseball fans are gonna sit and watch it they'd love another baseball game i know i would and so you might appeal to another crowd some other people might say it's going too far to hurt the wild card but hey then win your division you know what i mean yeah and I, but see and here's the thing with that too is is the baseball season's already long enough as it is and, and we've heard rumblings of, of them trying to shorten the season so I think that uh, maybe, you know, just that alone would probably make that out of the question, even though it may only be one extra game. Uh, that's just how I see it. I'm actually a big fan of how they do it now, uh, just because I like the idea of one game uh, means it. Because, you know, you think the better team should win, because cause that's what sports is. But, but when it's one game where both your backs are against the wall, it's, it's just crazy how it goes out. I mean, for anybody who watched the two wild card games uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday, the, you could see that in itself. I mean, first you got the AL wild card game. You know, the Yankees getting up. Or I'm sorry, not the Yankees. The Twins getting up three nothing, and the Yankees tying it back up, and then just all sorts of chaos. And the same thing happened in the Arizona Colorado game. Definitely. So 
I mean, that's just how I see it. I, I, I'm a big fan of how it is now. I don't think they should change it, but I believe that your idea is certainly an ambitious one that would work out for all parts. Yeah, I used to have the idea of I wanted to see baseball playoffs before football started or like right when football was getting going because I thought they were competing too much. But football football's having their own problems right now, so I'm okay with the baseball playoffs. I'm just saying that this is a... This is an idea for the future that could add some more hype to baseball. They're trying to get the youth involved, and the youth like one-game playoffs, and you know, so why not add another one? But yeah, I, I certainly agree. Awesome! Thanks so much for coming on, Mark. Oh, my pleasure, Alex. It's always fun talking with you, baseball. All right, always love having Mark on the show. Oh, this is fun, huh? All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll come back here with Moose's Mulligans. This is your favorite sports podcast on the official Moose's Mulligans website. You want a war you can't win? Are you telling me that 200 men against your boy is a no-win situation for us? You send that many, don't forget one thing. What? A good supply of body bags. Now back to your host, Alex Streifnick. Back here on Moose's Mulligans, I uh, just want to remind you guys to follow us at Facebook.com slash Moose's Mulligans and Twitter.com slash Moose's Mulligans. We're on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and our official website. Now the next topic I wanted to move on to real quick here, I wanted to talk about the importance of a baseball player that I think we take for granted, especially with what kind of career he had, and his name is Ichiro Suzuki. So Ichiro came over from Japan in 2001, and I mean, first off, looking at his career stats, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, to be a career 312 hitter, and to just count it, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 straight seasons of 200 hits or more. 10 straight. That's unbelievable. And you look at the games he played in that year. It was 157, 157, 159, 161, 162, 160. He just was always in the game. And do we lose sight of the value in that sometimes? I think we do. Uh, Joey Votto played in 162 games this year in the major leagues. But with Ichiro, what's so amazing is he's 43 years old, right? 43 years old. And, you know, he's not playing in as many games as he used to before because of you know, talent reasons. Age, age can be difficult sometimes. But his whole career, he's never been on the disabled list. He's famous for stretching between every pitch, taking really good care of his body. And I think we're taking that for granted a little bit. We look at these guys that are known to be really, really durable, reliable players. I mean, obviously, you know, Cal Ripken did is very well known for breaking Lou Gehrig's iron horse record of consecutive games played. But I'm talking more about that. I'm talking about people like Michael Young, who used to play for the Texas Rangers, Ichiro Suzuki, Joey Votto. These guys are in the lineup every day. These guys are healthy every day. And I just wanted to take this time to just say how much the game needs people like Ichiro Suzuki. Someone who's reliable and obviously had a great career to, to hit 312 and still be 43 years old in the league is just unbelievable 
And I just it's something that I think we take for granted. So Ichiro, I wanted you to know that we definitely don't take that for granted. You showing up every day ready to play at age 43 now. But what makes Ichiro so rare? That's the real question to me. And you start looking at it, and the way baseball is going these days, we see a lot more guys who are physically strong. You see bigger guys, stronger guys, taller guys. And sometimes now we're starting to see a lot more pulled hamstrings, stuff like that. And pitching-wise, obviously there's a lot more injuries today than there used to be with people throwing harder each pitch, more stress on their arm. So... The way the game's going, I'm not sure how many more Ichiro Suzuki's will have. I mean, you have a first baseman like Joey Votto who played 162 games, you know. But I, as an outfielder, it makes it even more impressive. I know if any of you play fantasy baseball, that outfield, there's three of them you need for fantasy usually, sometimes five in some leagues. And you always want to get some extra ones because they always seem to get hurt. There's diving plays, running into the wall, just the stress of running from the first base dugout to left field nine times in one game and back nine times in one game. It's just a lot more in the outfield that, you know, it's quick breaking and then running for a hundred straight feet as fast as you can. So that's what makes it more impressive to me is Ichiro's an outfielder. So I don't know if we're going to be able to see anyone like this. Hopefully we do. Hopefully we see someone who's this durable for this long in their career in the future. But you know, just in case, we should really appreciate what we've seen from Ichiro Suzuki. He hasn't said if he's retiring or coming back. I mean, he's probably going to come back knowing him. So just let's appreciate Ichiro while we have him and not take it for granted. All right, as we transition out this week, I'd like to thank my guest, Mark Berquist. And I'd like to thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow us at Facebook.com slash Moose's Mulligans. We're also at Twitter.com slash Moose's Mulligans. If you're listening on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, or our official website, thanks for listening in this week. You can find all our previous episodes on there as well, as we're up to 21 now. We're getting up there. Woo! Yes! All right! Woo! Make sure to send us your comments, questions, concerns, anything you want on the show. Let us know. I'd love to talk about it. That's it for this week, and remember, till next week, fairways and greens, no mulligans. I'm your host, Alex Dreisach. We'll see you next week.